have a surprise for you guys today because to date, I have never had an external guest outside of Team Hirsch on my podcast, but I brought in the amazing Caitlin Batcher today, uh, who is a great friend of mine and also an amazing entrepreneur. Caitlin helps online course creators generate consistent, scalable revenue. And one of her core things is creating an evergreen funnel that creates that revenue so you don't have to be in the live launch wheel. You are listening to the Not For Lazy Marketers podcast, episode number 294. All right, everybody. Well, welcome back to the podcast. And I have a surprise for you guys today because to date, I have never had an external guest outside of Team Hirsch on my podcast, but I brought in the amazing Caitlin Batcher today, uh, who is a great friend of mine and also an amazing entrepreneur and CEO. So Caitlin, I'm going to let her tell you guys, tell her about herself, tell you guys about her in just a second. But Caitlin helps online course creators generate consistent, scalable revenue. And one of her core things is creating an evergreen funnel that creates that revenue so you don't have to be in the live launch wheel. And we have a ton of clients that have come over to work with us after going through Caitlin's program. And I got on a call with her like a few weeks ago and I was like, they're the best clients. Like, what are you doing? (laughs) So please share that with our audience. So welcome, Caitlin. I'm so excited you're here. Yes, I am so excited to be here. And the uh, the feeling is mutual. There's always um, lots of chatter in our client community um, when it comes to, you know, who can recommend a great ads manager? And uh, I know Hirsch Marketing comes up a lot. Yay, that's awesome. Yeah, we have we have great synergy, but our, my team is constantly like, we need more people that are in Caitlin's program because they come <laughs> in so great. So that's huge kudos to you. Well, why don't you start with just telling us a little bit about you and your business? I, I know I summarized it, but give us a little insight into what you do. Yeah, sure. So um, my, real, my real passion is helping online course creators scale their business in a sustainable way uh, that does not drive them crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I feel like, you know, this industry is so incredibly noisy. Um, you know, everywhere, whether you're on Facebook or you're on YouTube or wherever you are, like we're constantly being inundated with messages about, you know, the latest and greatest new shiny tactics, strategy, whatever. And listen, I, I love a good shiny tactic, (laughs) um, strategy. Um, however, what kind of, I feel like we're, where I'm strongest is helping people build that strong business foundation. Um, you know, a business, a business cannot be built out of tactics alone. The way I see it is like tactics are kind of like toothpicks. And if you go about biz- building a house out of toothpicks, it's going to collapse. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I'm really about building something that is strong, that is sustainable, that is not a fluke, that does not rely on you having, uh, you know, one great launch. That's something that's really going to uh, carry you through and help you create that legacy business that can build generational wealth for your family. Yeah. Yeah. And that's one thing you do so amazing is I watch your students come in, you know, to work with us and have that long game mentality, which I talk about all day long on this podcast too, of just, 
we're creating that long game business, right? This is not a, a overnight success, a, a one month hit show type of thing. And so I love that about, about what you do and, and how you really instill that in your students, which is not, you know, everybody doesn't want to hear that, right? We want that, like you're saying, we want the overnight success. We want the shiny object, but the reality is that pretty much never works. So yeah. And, and the other thing I will say about that too is the, on the off chance that it does work, because listen, there have been some sort of over, like we've seen them, like some kind of overnight, like quick semi-success stories, but it does not last. And it does not last because there's no foundation. And so you can, you know, I know a lot of people that have gotten to that, uh, 500k mark per year or the million dollar mark per year. And the following year, they completely snap back and they're back at 200K a year or back at 300K a year. And the reason that happens is because you had a string of good luck. (laughs) You had a string of good luck. You were, you know, working your fingers to the bone. Um, If it wasn't luck, maybe you were just working really hard, but it's not sustainable. And there's no foundation in place to really support that growth. As your revenue is increasing, you need to be building a longer foundation along the way. And I get it when you're first starting out, it is just you. Like, I mean, I did it. Listen, my first online course, um, I know Emily have, and I have talked about this before. When I did my first online course, it was literally, I had a little Squarespace website. It was all black and white because like I didn't do graphics or anything. And my sales page was a blog post and it just had, I embedded the little PayPal link Someone would click the link to buy my little course and, um, and I would get a PayPal notification and then I would manually send that person an email and say, welcome, <laughs> it's so great to have you on board. Here's your little password. Like, yeah. and I get it. Like we all have to start somewhere. Right. Yeah. But like, you got to change, you got to change that as you grow. Right. Yeah. I love that. And, and it's like, you know, great to notice and, and acknowledge that we all started there. So if you are there, like that's fine. And then you have to have that, have that mentality moving forward. So you don't stay there year after year. And I think that's the key because a lot of people talk about it's one or the other, like you either hustle or you don't hustle or like you don't, you know, and it's like, it depends on the phase of business that you're in and that's absolutely okay. Um, so I think I would love to just, if you could give us what the scale method is, because I think that's like your unique, you know, I'm all about that. I've got our, we, we rebranded it to the not for lazy marketers process, but it was the Hirsch process. And that's what drives everything I do. And, and I think you have that too. So I'd love for you to, for you to tell us kind of what's the, the high level overview of that process. Yeah, I love that. So our proprietary process is called the scale method built for course creators, and it's comprised of five core pillars. So the, what we found is that the businesses that we have helped scale to and through a million dollars so that they're consistently generating hundred K per month, 200 K per month, those businesses they all have something in common. And that's that they have these five core pillars in place. Um, The very first pillar is product. And when we talk about product, what we're really talking about is kind of that the offer itself. A lot of times when people start their online course, and listen, I have been guilty of this too, their online course is very crowded and busy. And they are offering not just one clear process, but 
multiple processes. And it's kind of like, choose your own adventure. Like, you know, I, I remember I used to sell an Instagram course and I was like, you can do it this way, or you can do it this way, or you can do it this way all in one course. It was very confusing. And I don't know about you, Emily, but the people that I've seen that have really um, been able to build something that is like that really clear offer that you're able to send cold traffic to and it's able to convert is something very simple. Yes. So that the the promise of that course is just very clean and simple. It's not, you know, like build your business or, uh, you know, get better in relationships. It's, right. it's very concise yeah. and clear. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, so, um, so that very first pillar of product is all about figuring out, you know, how can we really nail this offer so that it's very clear, that it's very, um, that it's very streamlined and that it's really set up to sell on autopilot. Yep. Okay. I love that, which is kind of, yeah, that foundation is everything. Cause everything you build on top of that is uh, reliant on that foundation. Yeah. And uh, what kind of what a lot of people, some of the mistakes that people make when it comes to product is they start to get concerned because perhaps they get some feedback, you know, oh, you're, you know, your course is too high priced. It's uh, too much money, um, this and that. And what that is really signaling is that they do not understand the value of your offer. Now, listen, I'm not about to tell you that there is no one in your business, in your audience that cannot afford what you're selling. Of course, there are some people that genuinely cannot afford it, but oftentimes, I don't know if any, if any of your listeners have been in this situation, but you'll, you'll hear from someone say they can't afford it. And then the next day <laughs> they're like posting on Facebook. Oh, I just got this or yeah. that. It's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Because the, they, the perceived value totally, which is so true. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. So that's the first pillar product. The second pillar is marketing and marketing for us is all about lead generation. And what we really, what we're really passionate here about here at Scale of Success is really helping people build a lead generation system, something cohesive that works together. It's not, again, it's not about like kind of um, patching something together, um, like in some, like a collage that you did in kindergarten when you were like facing all of these different tactics and strategies. It's something that needs to be sustainable, something strong. Um, And a lot of people really struggle when it comes to lead generation and they fall into this trap of feeling like, you know what, I've already, everyone in my audience, I've already sold this course as much as I can. So in order to make more revenue, I'm going to create a new course. Mm -hmm. I'm going to create a new offer. And it's kind of a, and I get the appeal of that because it's, it's like, yeah, you can make more money doing that but you're not confronting the real problem. The real problem is lead generation. And that problem is going to follow you everywhere you go. So even with your new product, guess what? You're going to run into the same hurdle if you don't learn how to overcome that. Yeah. And like one of the things that I really, um, you know, I really believe is that things don't get easier, but we get better. And the only way that that is going to be possible is if you really, see that obstacle, that challenge for what it is and figure out a way to really overcome it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh my gosh. We, we have so many similarities with our team. <laughs> I just love it so much. And I don't know if this goes into one of your other steps, but I do remember like, 
I remember like three years ago messaging you and I was like, you are one of the only ones who's teaching that layered strategy that I talk about with, with our process where you don't just have that single, you know, funnel, but you're warming people up with videos and you have multiple Mm -hmm. touch points. And that's a core part of what I teach too. So I think you do that so well with it, you know, it is lead generation, but it's also creating that system. Like you're talking about where there's multiple touch points and you're not, okay, here's a webinar funnel, throw up ads. And like, I hope that it works. So I don't know if that goes into one of your other pillars, but if not, I'd love for you to just touch on that because what is like, you teach the webinar, but yes. there's more to what you're teaching because I know from, our, from the clients and, and that I've heard of in your program who come in with that. And that absolutely falls inside of the marketing pillar because it's not just about generating leads and like shoving a bunch of cold leads onto that sales page right. or whatever it may be. You need a system that is going to nurture them. They need to be, what I like to say is like, by the time they come to your webinar, they should already know they want to buy the minute they (laughs) like on the first slide, they're just like, I'm waiting for that offer. I can't wait to hit buy. But the only way that's possible is if you're educating them in advance about their problems, some, you know, some common mistakes to avoid. Um, and you're able to really build that trust and authority. Um, yeah. We call it high value content because we're not all about giving lots of like, just kind of like that content mill generic, like tips right. and tricks, like, oh, here's how to do this. Here's how to do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's more like, let's go deep. Like, let's get some real, let's yeah. get some really valuable content that's really shining light on where those, where those gaps are um, in your, where those gaps are between where you are now and where you want to be and why are they there? And, you know, what are some, what are some ways that you can really work towards overcoming that? Yeah. And, and like organic is great. Like, yes, I'm a big fan of organic, but it works really well in conjunction with paid advertising. If you have, if you, you know, if you have that strong, that, uh, that strong message. If you have that system for nurturing, why wouldn't you pour gasoline on that fire and just let it go? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so for like tactically, what that looks like is you have your students create high value. I think it's a lot of videos that they run ads behind those. And then you're, then you have the retargeting audience to the webinar. And is that kind of like the core? Yes. A hundred percent. Yeah. And people can, and a lot of times people think, oh, I like, I need this super fancy video. And we have had fancy videos in the past, in the past, but that's just because we can do that. And it's, so yeah. it's not a big deal. I did not get to my first million with fancy videos. Nobody right. needs a fancy video. It's the content all day. Yeah, long. It's the yeah. content and people like that genuine, authentic thing. You don't need a fancy background. You don't need right. a this or that. I mean, I remember doing videos, like we were in a tiny apartment. I didn't have an office. I didn't have a desk. Like I worked on the kitchen table, you know, I had a little kid. So I had to, sometimes I had to um, go walk to the Starbucks. I remember doing my, (laughs) I remember doing my live streams like from Starbucks. I had my like little phone thing. I mean, it's just like, whatever you have. It's the content. And I love to like, just to harp on this too. It's the going deep with the content. Because that's the key is that, you know, if you have a video that you're putting out there for this purpose, it needs to provide that value and be different than the 500 other videos out there in our space with course creators. And I think that's the key. And I see you do this too with your content, like, 
And it's not about the the production of the video and and the, I mean, obviously you need it to look somewhat good and you need to be able sure. to hear yourself talking, yeah, <laughs> but absolutely. it's really more that content. And can you provide that deep content? I mean, and that's what I do, you know, in the form of my podcast, two videos too, but that's key because then you're creating that touch point, like you said, before they get to the webinar and, and making it so much more of a valuable experience once they're on the webinar. Well, kind of like an analogy of what I like to, um, what I like to use is like, it's like this person, you know, the, the person in your audience is, let's say they're a bucket, right? This, their, their bucket is like riddled with holes, right? And the bucket is kind of, okay, it's not like a person, I guess it's like their belief system, right? There's a yeah. lot of holes and gaps in there. So if you go to, if you send them right to your webinar and right. you start pouring all of this, you know, knowledge, all of this information in about like, Oh, going in depth into your system. Yeah. And da, 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 da. Well, guess what? There's holes all over. All of that is just going to go right through. They're not ready yet. Yeah. The, that free content that comes before the webinar, whether it's videos or whatever, like it, you need to pl- use that to plug up the holes so that then they are prepared right. to, to, uh, to not just hear the information, but really process it and understand it right. and to, and to, to see how valuable it really is. It's not going to seem valuable to them if they haven't been primed first, because it's just going to go in one ear and out right. the other. Yep. Yeah. And every time you plug one of those holes, you're building trust and, and building that credibility with the brand. So I yep. love that. Each month, the Hirsch marketing team generates approximately a million dollars in ad spend on Facebook and Instagram. All of this data is compiled and collaborated on by the Hirsch marketing team into one incredibly valuable report released every single month at the beginning of the month. Get instant access to the Not For Lazy Marketers Insider Ads Intel Report every month by going to notforlazymarketers.com slash ads intel. This report is completely free to our audience and contains insider knowledge that nobody else is sharing. If you want behind the scenes access to top converting strategies, actual ads we've tested, and the latest Facebook changes, Not For Lazy Marketers Insider Ads Intel report is for you. Go to notforlazymarketers.com slash ads intel and get access to all future and past reports right now. Okay, what's the third um, pillar? Sure, so the third pillar is sales. And one of the things that our clients really struggle with when they come to us is that they're stuck in this launch cycle. So they're in this, um, you know, a lot of them have kind of tried Evergreen before, but they haven't been able to really get great results with it. And so they're just like, well, I guess Evergreen doesn't work for me. I guess maybe the only way that my audience, my audience is unique and special in this one way, and they will only buy live. That's the only way it will ever happen, right? right. And the reality is that if you're not, you know, if you, again, if you really want to build something that is sustainable, that is that legacy business, you need to overcome this problem. Like you need to confront it and learn how to overcome it. There is no reason why you cannot be selling something that of an evergreen product. There's absolutely no reason, right? And a lot of people are like, well, launches work. Well, look at Apple. They're launching the iPhone. Yeah, they're launching a new product and then they sell it. Like they keep yeah, selling they it. Evergreen it. <laughs> yeah, it's not like you have one week out of the year to buy yeah. this iPhone and then the card is closing on the iPhone 14. Yeah, it's like, no. 
and I, and I'm just so, I'm so passionate about that evergreen process because they, it really allows you to build momentum. Like the way that I see it is like when you're, um, so I grew up in New Mexico and it, we were, it was high, high elevation. So it did snow a lot. A lot of people right. think it doesn't snow in New Mexico. And so when you're like building a snowman and so you start off with this like little snowball and then you're rolling it across the snow and it just builds that momentum and it gets right. bigger and bigger and bigger. When you're doing a launch, you're building momentum and then you're shutting it off. Right. Why in the world would you do that? Like yeah. build that momentum and then keep going. Like right. let it, it's so difficult to get that initial traction and it's, it's so hard. You, why would you not want it to build that? Like, right kind of self-fulfilling thing where it just continues to grow. Yeah. And I'll add, like, I don't, I'm sure you agree with this, but with live launches, I think some people think that a live launch, like the only time you're doing the work is when you're actually launching. And the only way even a live <laughs> launch is successful is if you're doing everything before, like literally 100%. months before. So it's like, you're either always doing the work for a live launch or you are always doing the work for evergreen and you can have both or you can choose one or the other, but you at the least need to have an evergreen option. I totally agree because there's very few businesses besides maybe B school where you can launch once a year, you know, who started nine years ago and has that advantage for that to work. But I do see a lot of people struggle like with their conversion live launch to evergreen. So I have my thoughts on that, but like, what, what do you think with your students is the number one reason that, that they struggle with that? So what I will say is that what we need to, what we need to do is look at the big picture. We need to zoom out and look at the big picture because there is, when you, when you are live launching, you may have on paper a high converting webinar, right? Like you might say like, oh my gosh, my webinar converted at 50% live. Like, wow, I'm amazing. Now I'm going to put this on evergreen and maintain that 50%. Well, guess what? It's not going to stay 50%, first of all, but here's what you need to know. Number one, you're going to get twice, at least twice as many people showing up to that evergreen webinar than you are live. Yes, right? that's absolutely show true. Up, yeah. Like show up rates are at least twice as high on an evergreen webinar yeah. as they are live. So yeah. even if your even if your webinar performance when it comes to evergreen, even if it goes down, you're still going to be profitable because more people are consuming that specific content. And the other thing to really think about is that like when it comes to like when it comes to having that evergreen funnel in place you can make tiny tweaks and optimize as you go. A lot of people have this idea in their head that they're like, well, I, I like to launch because I like to see what works and then make changes. Right. Okay. Well, guess yeah. what? <laughs> that is yeah. exactly what you're doing if you have an evergreen funnel. You're yeah. what works and you're making changes in real time so that you can see the results of those. If you're launching, great. What are you going to do? Wait, wait six months until right. you like, make some changes change. hope and pray yeah. it works. That doesn't make yeah. any sense. And then the industry changes so much too. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to keep up. I think too, with your, with the, what we talked about in the previous pillar, 
one reason live launches work so work well in terms of conversion is you bring in a warm audience, right? When you live yeah. launch, you promote it to your list and you promote it to your social media. And if you, I guarantee if you go look at the stats, a huge percentage of your buyers have already been on your list and have already engaged with you. So by, by doing the marketing strategy, you talked about where you're running videos and you're creating those touch points with your evergreen webinar. That's also how you get that sales conversion up because you're recreating that in an evergreen way. I also think people struggle with evergreen evergreen when they're fully cold traffic and then and then they they bring them into the evergreen webinar and then they just sit on their list like you need to have flash sales and follow up and and try to resell them and like that's the piece too like evergreen is that long game strategy so I think that's also why you're able to create that success for your students yeah a hundred percent like it's not like you know, you don't just bring people in cold and then you're like, okay, you'll never hear from me again. Like, right. You didn't buy. So you're off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. Well, let's move to the next pillar. Okay. So pillar number four is all about student success. Now, when you are running an evergreen program, there are, there are differences between running a something live. What we have seen is that if someone is running a live program, you can kind of get away with not having systems in place because you're like, you know what? I'm just going to bite the bullet. I'm going to work my buns off for the, my six week course, for my eight week course or whatever. And then like pass out, and like, you know, lie on the couch because I'm so exhausted. Um, and so what we want to do when it's evergreen is you are going to need to make sure that you have a really great onboarding process for those clients so that no matter when they join, they feel welcomed into your community. Um, It's not just a matter of sending them one email with with like, here's your login and password. Goodbye. (laughs) You know, it's like, you know, you need to have systems in place to onboard them, to effectively serve them, to effectively, if there's something that you want to upgrade them to later on, to be able to have systems in place for that. Um, You know, like a lot of times people think that, they need to add a lot of additional complexity with like cohorts and like, oh, we have to start and stop at the same time. And like, right. everyone's going to start on this day. And it's like, no, no, yeah. <laughs> you're selling an online course. Yeah. <laughs> like you don't need, you don't need to do that. And ultimately the students are, I have found that the students are better served in an evergreen program because it is continuous. Who wants to buy a program, get served for six weeks, and then it's like, see you later. Yeah, hopefully you did it. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I love that. And I definitely love how you've included in your process and your method that this piece, because I think that in from a marketing perspective, that's so important because you've spent all this money to get these leads, to get them in your webinar, to get this sale. Now you need to really prove to these students that this is an amazing experience for them and was a good investment in their money so that maybe you have another offer in the future or whatever. But that's so key because you will, you know, I know myself, like retention is actually more important to me than the front end marketing because I will lose more having a lower retention. So that's really key that you take that into consideration um, and, and create that amazing experience for these new students that you've worked so hard to bring in and spent money to bring them in too, most likely. Yeah, hundred percent. And they also don't like a lot of times you can't, even if you, even if you have a course and not a membership, if you have payment plans, like I've seen a lot of people try to implement evergreen without a strong foundation for this, for uh, student mm-hmm. success. 
and they just bleed through it. So like people are making right. their first payments and then they drop off. Well, how yeah. are you going to scale that? Like, yeah. again, it's like, you need to confront that problem and yeah. solve it. <laughs> yeah. And creating student success becomes part of that snowball of success because then they start mm-hmm. talking about it and then Absolutely. more people come in and it just like helps the whole ecosystem of, of your success. Yep. All right. Well, what's the fifth pillar? So our fifth pillar is something that we only share with our clients that are at that 15K per month and above. And that pillar is all about ops and finance. So once you're at that six figure mark, Mm -hmm. and if your goal, if your goal is to stay at six figures forever, fine, that's great. If your goal is to scale to and through a million dollars, you need to make sure that you're understanding how you can build a profitable team. And the key is a lean, profitable team. I cannot tell you how many people I see coming into our stage two program and they're making, you know, 250K a year and their teams are bigger than mine. (laughs) And I'm like, what is going on here? Like, why in the world do you have a CFO? Like, my goodness, like this is not- Yes, which I'll just also say like, nobody talks about that because I did that a little bit. Like once you start building a team, you're like, I need somebody for everything. Like full-time over here and full-time over here. And so it is so true. Like you have to be smart with that because it can be very fast that it gets out of control. Okay. I, and let me tell you, like all these pillars that came from my own mistakes. So I have also, I remember that one. So I remember the year that I went from 200 K to a million dollars. And when I started that year, listen, I had a Pinterest specialist on my team. I had a a YouTube editor. I had a, this, I had it like, it was huge. And I was like, you know what? This is not working for me. And I basically, I really had to just like streamline and I let go a lot of contractors and was just like, okay, what is the key? Like, what are the key, um, you know, roles that I need? And if I need extra stuff, what can I get rid of so that I, so that I don't need that extra person and just again, like build momentum, build momentum with that. Yeah. And you have to be on top of it because it is easy. I feel like once you get a taste of building a team, you're like, I want help with everything and I want to do nothing. That's the goal. Like not do nothing, but I want to be yeah. you know, removed from the business. And so then you get into that where it's like, I'll just hire all these people and it's great to build a team, but everybody needs to have clear roles, clear responsibility and outcomes of like, what's the, you know, what's the revenue generating coming from that role or the time saving component, you know, not just for fun. Yeah. And you yourself have to have, you know, processes and systems in place that are going to help lead that team for you, because you obviously can't meet one-on-one with every single person on your team as it scales. And what you also can't do is totally hand it off to someone else, which like I have totally done that that too. The integrator model. Yes. Oh God. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) You know, like I get it. It sounds really appealing. Like marketing wise, it is great. Like think like, oh my gosh, yes. I would love to have someone and run everything. Talk to as an introvert is great. Who can run the whole company? But no. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And so, you know, it's, again, it's really about like, how can we, how can we build this? uh, How can we build this strong foundation and have these like, you know, really strong pillars of support so that, so that they can grow with you. And it's never one and done. 
So you can be, you know, you can really master marketing in order to get to, uh, you know, a hundred K and then a million and then 10 million or whatever it is. But yeah, you're always going to, you're going to have, like, you're always going to have to cycle around your marketing systems now are going to look very different once you, you know, double your revenue, triple your revenue. Yeah. It's definitely the pillar. Well, all of them you'll always be working on, but you're always going to be working on that one for sure. Like, and, and growth, you know, more, more growth, more problems, different problems each time you hit a new level. Yeah. Awesome. Well, this was so insightful and I just love chatting. I feel like we could go on for hours because we have so much consistency too with the way we teach and it's rare to find that. So I, I remember like sending you that Facebook message like three years ago and I was like, you're such a breath of fresh air or something like, because <laughs> the long game piece is kind of like, I think if you were to summarize it all, like sustainability, long game, real results. And, and like, this is how you get there. And it's not easy. It's going to take mm-hmm. work. Every part of this is going to take work, which I say the same. And, yeah. but if you are willing to do it, you know, you can achieve that success and it's kind of up to you, you know, it, whether or not you, you can achieve it. Um, awesome. Well, I'd love for you to tell everybody, I know you have two main ways that you work with course creators. Um, tell us like just a little bit about that and then where people can find you. I know you have a podcast. I think you're rebranding it. So share that with everybody. Yeah. So the, so our, our core program is called, uh, scale with success and we have a free masterclass that goes, if you kind of liked what you heard in in my conversation with Emily today, I definitely encourage you to go uh, check out that, um, that, uh, podcast, I'm sorry, that masterclass, that free masterclass. So you can go a bit deeper. And also we have recently rebranded our podcast that used to be the Caitlin Batcher show. And now our podcast is called, uh, scale with success, the podcast built for course creators. Awesome. So I am, uh, really excited. Also be on the lookout for a little interview with Emily, uh, coming, uh, coming down the line. Um, but I co-host that podcast with my uh, director of marketing. So we have some um, brand new episodes coming out soon. So keep a lookout for that as well. Yay. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for your time. And I highly recommend you go listen to that masterclass. You go listen to Caitlin's podcast. There's a lot of synergy. So if you're a course creator, I would, I would go over there and, and get some support because again, some of our best clients come through Caitlin's program, which speaks volumes to your content. So thanks so much for your time today, Caitlin. Thank you so much, Emily. Thanks for listening to the Not For Lazy Marketers podcast. If you love this episode and want deeper support with your marketing, head over to helpmystrategy.com to see how Hirsch Marketing can help take your marketing to the next level no matter where you're at today. We help our clients scale faster than ever, find hidden leaks in their funnel, experiment with new creative marketing strategies, and help their business explode and be more profitable than they ever dreamed possible. Head over to helpmystrategy.com and see if you qualify for a free strategy audit with Team Hirsch.